That song is it's slowly fading out right now, but can go totally silent, so it's not distracting me. <laughs> but you gotta look it up. You gotta look it up. It's called Calypso Blues by Calypso Rose, and it is adorable and funky and old school. And I would have never looked it up had we not been reading a book by David Sedaris today called Calypso. Yeah. Yay. So we are Reads and Weeds. We're a podcast Woo-hoo! because I like to smoke weed and read books. And I was thinking, I was talking about this with someone the other day. They said, why did you land on that? And there's two big reasons. One is I was trying to find something to do creatively that was so naturally sustainable. And I'm never like, I don't really feel like smoking weed and reading. <laughs> I always am and will be forever, yeah. right? These are a few of my favorites. Yes, things. yes. It'd be like if I said, Shannon, do you want to like road trip somewhere and sing show tunes the whole way? Yes. You'd be like, do you know me? <laughs> yeah. What now? In yeah. an hour? Should we grab it? Just go. Let's just go, right? I know There's that. plenty of show tune shirts we could buy right. on the way. If I was like, Angie, do you want to try on these um, like leather print high heels right now? <laughs> uh, chances are I would have already had them on. <laughs> you mean these are my other yeah. ones with the fish in the bottom. <laughs> so it was a sustainable thing. So yeah. that's, that's reason one, that it's reeds and weeds. Reason two is... Because I believe both of those things have like healing and growth powers, you know. For me, the books I've read and like using cannabis as medicine has been, I realized recently, had a profound effect in my life. Hmm. So I like to celebrate it. I'm giving back (laughs) to these things that have given so much to me. Yeah. (laughs) And people are always asking me, Shelly, how did you get so wise? (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, it's like a dinner party uh, books. We have you guys met. (laughs) Yeah. Where have you been? Because if you've ever hung out with me, you've definitely smoked weed and read books. Okay. (laughs) So we are reading um, Calypso, a series of short stories by... It's a, it's a short story. It's not a novel, right? Yeah. yeah. A series of short stories by David Sedaris, who we all love, and um, he's wonderful. And uh, But also, for the weeds part of this week, it's a historical, amazing week Ooh. in cannabis. Oh, my gosh. So What happened? What happened, I'll tell you. Um, so you may or may not know that all the cannabis businesses that exist right now in Michigan aren't really allowed to bank. So you have to use cash. It's really messy business. It's hard if you're an employee who's been like running a legit business for eight years, it's hard to even get a mortgage because it's hard to put your money somewhere. Some of my best friends have been um, trying to bank in Ann Arbor for eight years, just getting kicked out of one bank and trying to change the name, trying to find the right person to have a relationship with. But the federal guidelines are so tough, it's impossible because federally it's illegal the rules, blah, blah, blah. So this week, 
um, this week. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That's different. But this week, there's a bill moving forward to um, vote on banking laws being changed and so and also tax laws being Ooh. changed right so when i lobbied i went with this group of people uh two or three years ago um you 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 join this organization and you one of the things you do it's like a national cam national cannabis industry association you go lobby congress um, and, and everybody is super well organized, hundreds of people and exactly who you're going to go see. And you're put on teams and you go like literally walk the halls of Congress and sit down and talk to representatives. Hey. And the whole push that year was tax reform and banking reform. And now they're even talking about things like rescheduling right now. Cannabis is, um, scheduled classified, um, as the same as heroin. Wow. Yeah. That doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense. And everybody knows it doesn't make sense as soon as they're like, well, wait a minute. It doesn't kill anybody. The federal government has a patent for it to be medicine. Like, what What do you mean? Yeah. So that has been such a push for so many years, and that's finally uh, moving a little bit. And then um, the last one, I thought all my notes were in here. The mm-hmm. last one is that several states have agreed to um, – like not support, like if the federal government comes in and tries to, they're not going to, the federal government is moving to not prosecute states. Like Michigan is a legal state. Yeah. So you would feel safe here. And then if the federal government comes in and and says, well, it's still federally illegal, states are now saying like, we're not going to do that. Yeah. We're going to push back on that. And then the first hash bash, 48th, 48th annual hash bash in Ann Arbor, Michigan. This is the first hash bash where, where we're legal. Aww. So that's a lot of huge things, right? That is mm-hmm. a lot of huge things. It's major. And I can't believe I just did all that. I can't believe I remembered. Well done. Wow. Congratulations to me. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so what we're talking about today is one of our favorite authors. Well, I'm, I'm saying our, like, I just love David Sedaris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have another favorite? Because I, um, I love the um, Holidays on Ice, that collection. Remember where he talks about? I think the first one that I read was Me Talk Pretty One Day, and I really loved that one. Yeah. Um, but I, I I, think I've read all of his books except for Theft by Finding now. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't think I've read Theft by Finding, but I think I've listened to him for, I would say, at least at least 15 years yeah. on wow. – on, this American Life, yeah. or on, you know, just on NPR. Yeah. I'm a huge fan stories. of his sister Amy too. Oh yeah, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, like Strangers with Candy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Do you remember that show? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, so do you good. know David Sedaris, Todd? I don't know. I will, I'll, let's look him up right now. No, no, no. <laughs> Wait, this is who the author is. Yeah, this no, is no, no. I know, I know, but I have a computer right here that I can look up. Anything. Oh, you're good. Well, no, just the, 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 we'll tell you all about him. Yep. But if you know <laughs> Amy Sedaris, we're going to talk about him a ton. So um, what what I thought we would start with is um, kind of your, what you loved about it, Yeah. first of all. We'll go around and do a little, and then I want to talk a little bit about the family. Oh, yeah. And how the family unfolds over the, because I thought that was, as I was going back and doing my review, I was like, wow, you really get to know everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I love the way he did that. So, first, what did you love about it? Um, Well, so, uh, I'm relatively new into the Davis Sedaris world. 
Um, I've read Naked, but not much else. Um, you know, I grew up under a pile of leaves. So <laughs> um, awesome. <laughs> but so for me, he's just kind of, you know, he's very witty and, and uh, very honest. And, and he finds it's the charm in, in, you know, all the idiosyncrasies of everyone. So uh, I'm new to it. But I, I just really liked his humor and it seemed delightful. Oh, yeah. And do, <laughs> do you know his voice? Oh, yeah. Well, I listened to this one. Um, oh, I listened you did. to him when he read uh, the short, the um, New Yorker story. Oh, right. Oh, my gosh. He did. Yeah. Um, oh, that's right. So he, he does. He has a beautiful voice. It's Oh, it's soothing. wonderful. I well, can listen to it. Just dry. Like, yes. He doesn't give a shit. Oh, yeah. It's his so humor wonderful. is so great. Oh, it's Like perfect. when he's talking about how his uh, niece is a masochist. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. The title of that one is Sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay. What about you? Um, Probably like one of the my favorite things about this one. Well, most of his, all of his work really is the puns. Mm-hmm. Like, the puns. I just, I love pun. puns. And oh. so um, like the the beach house is called the C section, yes. which I loved so much. Oh, um, yes. There was another one where he said um, Roman. Um, oh, Roman, like he's out like he Roman. Was Roman. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick. It's so good. Um, yeah, he was talking about his Fitbit, and um, yeah, he- oh, Fitbit. <laughs> Oh my gosh! He says, um, because he he goes and collects um, litter off the side of the roads, and mm-hmm, so he says, mm-hmm. um, in recognition of all the rubbish I've collected since getting my Fitbit, my local council is naming a garbage truck after me. <laughs> the fellow in charge emailed to ask which font I would like my name written in, and I said Roman. <laughs> Get it? I said to Hugh Roman. <laughs> I was funny. And oh, then, yeah. and then, what I also love is his relationship with Hugh. And then it goes yes. on, and then he says he lost patience with me somewhere around the thirty-five thousand mark, and responded with a heavy <laughs> sigh. And it's just like you know, like it's just. I, and then there was another one um, when he was talking about the hotels, um, and he called it the Scariot. Yes. Oh my god. Um, oh my gosh. So. I yeah, yeah I love that so much. But I love I laughed out loud at the word yeah. I laughed out loud a lot and <laughs> oh probably good thing I was home alone for most of the time. Oh but my gosh. um I I love um I love how descriptive he is of everything um without how do I say it? Like he doesn't necessarily say like this is a red shirt, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he describes the shirt to where oh, yeah. you can see oh, it, yeah. but it's not, yeah. you know what I mean? It was run over by a truck and held together. Yeah, by yes. like and it cost seven hundred dollars. Yeah, and like he's super, he's super descriptive without using yeah. like the common descriptive yes. words, and but you can really see it, and it's just amazing. And uh-huh. um, yeah, uh, yeah, everything he does is is brilliant. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Hey Todd, is that buzz gonna be in there on the recording? Is it? Can can we make it go away? Okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I don't know which question was he was hard, answering. That was a hard no. There were two questions, and he just shook his head no. And I'm like, I don't know. He's not what that gonna means. help me okay. with anything. <laughs> Todd, out. Um, okay. Bye. So what I think I love about David Sedaris, two things of this book I thought were so endearing. One was um, I wondered, like, why is it such a he, – he's kind of 
doesn't give a shit. And the way he describes, he's not glorifying anybody in his family. He's yeah. telling everything like it is. But they all seem so endearing. And I think it's because he's really good at just writing about humans, doing human stuff. Yeah. And what the where I think the love is, is that when you know some... If you know a bunch of someone's human stuff, like the kind of music they listen to and how long it takes them to go to the bathroom and, you know, what pisses them off when they drive, and you know all that stuff, you probably love that person. Yeah. You know, so as he develops all the family through the book and he talks about all the little details of them, it really feels like love, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. just how much he knows about it. So I loved that. And I love... um Oh, the way he, I think it was the same thing you were saying, like the way he describes little details of people. He says <laughs> he's having a conversation with his friend who has a new housekeeper. She's afraid of the vacuum cleaner and can't read a red word of English. <laughs> but other than that, she's fabulous. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my gosh! He didn't say like she has brown hair. Yeah, but you or, can see yeah, her. Like you can see her, and, it, and you're like, if you stop for a minute, you're like, how do I know what that woman yeah. looks like? Yeah, like, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's so wonderful, and it, I love the fact that like there's very few writers that I've listened to them tell enough stories where like. I read it in his voice. Mm. Yeah. And I don't, there's not really any other authors so far that we've done. I'm like, I don't know any of their voices. No. I don't know what they sound like, you know? So it's a very unique experience to be able to read and hear his voice. Mm -hmm. And it's great. I read it, but I'm talking about like, without it being an audiobook, you can hear oh, it yeah. in your head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to make sure that was clear. <laughs> clear as a bell, Shell. Okay. So, um, I kind of went chapter by chapter. Oh, Ooh. so any other thoughts that came up as anybody was talking about um, the overall? I don't know. I have notes here, but I don't really remember what they mean now. <laughs> okay. um, well, if you want to just for fun be... read something and see if it triggers oh, anything. It'll be a problem. I It'll be know. like a game. Um, we. <laughs> we'll see if we can figure out the rules. <laughs> uh, Look, Daddy. So I wrote, I wrote something... Um, <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Mm -hmm. um, he was talking about, let's see. He was talking about different people, and he said the word was more about him than it was about me, but isn't it often that way? And my note says, I like the way he is sort of calling people out for trash talk. Um, and then it says, faggot, how long has that been in there? Um, and there's that part where he's like, um, he's talking about arguing like with his sister. Mm -hmm. And, um, I want to say it was Tiffany, um, that just turned to him and, you know, like hissed at him, like, you know, mm -hmm. you're such a faggot or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, oh, how long has that word been <laughs> in there? Like, you know, yeah. that's not a word that we say. That's not yeah. like, it's super gross yeah. and offensive and you've never talked to me like that before. And it just came out oh, and wow. he was just like you know where's that coming from because you like you think about it and like mm -hmm. there's he's really smart with, with his insults with people and he doesn't call people those names you know what I mean yeah like when he's insulting somebody he's insulting I don't know he's very smart about it um but he's 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 just I don't know I don't know but anyways talking about like where those where those different you know horrible hateful things come from you know because a lot of people don't um 
that's not those aren't words that you normally use yeah. you know yeah. yeah and then when you when when you take somebody you know for for example um elderly people sometimes when you mm-hmm. know they they get older and then they um have you know dementia and all of a sudden they're swearing like you've never oh, heard before yeah, yeah. and you look at them and you're like whoa where is that coming from mm-hmm. and it's yeah, kind yeah. of the same thing that he was talking about with you know insulting people yes yes and um i'm probably too stoned for this so <laughs> no 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 um, i was thinking also what's interesting is i didn't put this together when i was reading it but he does kind of a whole chunk of a chapter on when he goes um he never got his driver. The story starts off about how he never got his driver's mm-hmm. license. Oh yeah! And then he ends up saying that every every other country he visits, he asks them like, "What? How do you swear at people when oh, you have road rage?" God. And he goes, <laughs> and he does so Would many. You like of- me to read you a few of them. Yes, oh, please. Because yes. of course, yes, that's where I bookmarked. What's the What's the name of that chapter? It's one uh, of the last so ones. It's, yeah. And while you're up there, check on my prostate. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so we have. Uh, oh, you Oh what do you say in Copenhagen? Um, it says, why don't you run around in my ass? <laughs> right. <laughs> and oh, my God. In, in Dutch, it's, you say something like uh, cancer whore. Or, oh, my oh. gosh. I know. Yeah. Um, and then, let's see, in Vienna, why don't you, uh, let's see. Uh, why don't you find a spot on my ass <laughs> that you would like to lick and lick it? Oh, mm. my God. I think my favorite was... Um, um, the Romanians really do lead the world when it comes to cursing. <laughs> what have you got for me? I asked a woman oh, no. from Transylvania who is now living in Vienna. Shove your hand up my ass and jerk off my <laughs> yes! shit, she offered. Oh, my gosh. They're strange, the Dutch. He's- After talking to Els, I met a man who frequently calls his 18-month-old daughter a little ball sack. <laughs> because, I mean, it's what you do, he explained. What do you mean it's what you do, I said. It's not what I do or what anyone in my family does. I don't even call my ball sack a ball sack. <laughs> he shrugged, Dutchily. <laughs> What a great word. <laughs> but we oh, all know what that God. means. Yeah. Like we're all like, oh, oh Dutchily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know what that I know oh, what that's all about. My gosh. Oh my gosh. I um I have a note here that says ski mask, so that must have been something funny. <laughs> oh, he was um, talking about um crapping his pants. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, because here's the thing. Oh, my gosh. All right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. So can you build up to this by talking about that chapter? Yeah. yeah. So, um, oh, God. Is it? Wait, where is it? No, this is the spirit world. Um, it's, it's. My notes are probably in the wrong spot. I'm still standing, I think. I'm still standing. Yeah. That's what it was. Okay. Okay. That's so, what it yep. was. <laughs> Oh, oh my, my gosh, God. the chapter okay. is called I'm Still Standing, or the, Got the story. Okay. I found it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Tell me um, a story. <laughs> so he's on. The- you have to start with Once Upon a Time. <laughs> in the spring of 2017, a passenger seated two rows ahead of me on a plane to Denver shit in his pants. <laughs> so it goes on to talk about how um, this elderly gentleman um, had an accident. His daughter is really annoyed. Um, he shuffles back to the bathroom. Um, you know, goes on, da 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 da, and uh, wah, wah. He's, <laughs> he's so he's talking now. He's talking because the the flight attendant is like knocking on the door, like, "Sir, sir, we're preparing to land," and you know, for God's sake, leave him alone. It isn't fair to make him come out and walk past all of us another time. Just let him be. 
<laughs> and you know, like the thing is, is like, um, this is, I mean, I'm not, I'm over it now. Cause I was in like eighth grade or something, but right. I, peed my pants in school in like eighth grade and I was mortified oh of course and I yeah still I'm like 38 now and I still think that everybody remembered that and people that oh. I'm still friends with are like I literally have no idea what you're talking about and I'm like you don't you don't remember I was in the back of the room in math class like laughed so hard just I'm sure we all did peed all over oh, myself yeah. sure. and then like we've all we done it's like embarrassing moments but i could sure. totally relate to this old man oh, who yeah. shit his pants yeah. on the plane oh yeah and yeah. doesn't matter and then, that you don't and know then them he goes then he goes on and on about how much he travels yeah well he he got sick he got sick yes. with a with a virus yes and so um he's going on he's talking about um <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about like he keeps thinking he's gonna crap his pants because he's got yeah. this stomach virus and he uh, has to sit down for his book tours run <laughs> flights and so he's sitting down for the 50 minutes and after 50 minutes your fitbit is gonna say stand up yes yes oh my gosh this okay i thought of i'd hope that by the following morning i'd be back to normal but there was no change so now he's going on about how he has to get on the you know he's got to go back on the plane mm-hmm. i had to go to des moines so I put an extra pair of dark slacks in my carry-on tote bag, just in case the worst happened during the flight. I thought of picking <laughs> up a ski freeze. mask as well. That's what you really need, something to conceal your identity <laughs> as you make the walk of shame. But in this day and age, on a plane, a ski mask would only get you tackled. <laughs> this while you're already nauseated and plastered with your own feces. <laughs> so, Oh, my gosh. So good. I love it so, so much. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so terrible, <laughs> but really relatable. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, what's wonderful is you know, like I'm trying to picture. I've only traveled super nauseated a couple of times, and I've traveled a lot in my life. But man, traveling with the stomach flu is is hell. <laughs> it's just hell. I can only imagine. Yeah, you, know, you just Ugh. don't want to be anywhere, and everything's too bright, and people are foreign, and you're just like. Ah. Yes, sir. I did that too. I was on a flight back from Moscow. Yeah, and um, I had the fish. Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> oh no! Never so I had to fish. be wheeled off <gasps> on a wheelchair wow. because my stomach was so bad. Oh my gosh! And I sat in a wheelchair from the flight from New York back to uh, back to Metro. Oh my gosh! So did you poop on poop your pants on the plane? Um, uh, I or did you just throw up all the time? I threw up. Oh my gosh! I had to run a couple of times to the bathroom and toss my cookies. That's terrible. I'm it's, sorry you had that still, experience. It's still, I mean, Chad. it 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 still go, coincides with everything else. But it was on a plane. It was on a cylindrical or a a, a long tube, <laughs> a long tube, a yeah. tube where all the smells have nowhere to go uh-huh. or sounds. Yep. Oh so God. something that adds this extra layer to Sedaris is that uh, oh, yeah. he also. Um, has this obsession with his Fitbit. And he talks yeah. about yes, that in yes, a previous yes. chapter where he's like, oh, I did 15,000. And then it was like, good job, do some more. And so he mm-hmm. keeps going up mm-hmm. and up and up to 30,000, 60,000. Mm-hmm. And he traverses the streets. Um, but the problem is he's having this uh, trouble with his intestines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, his Fitbit uh, <laughs> tells him, <laughs> tells him uh, you know, every hour, stand up. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so... <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. And so he's feeling like, you know, things are going to explode, but he's like, but I have to listen to the Fitbit. Yeah. <laughs> Which also super relatable. Yeah. Because oh, yes. I, you know, when I first got my Fitbit, I was, I was checking it constantly. And I'm already like a crazy part, like literally a crazy person. So it was like, it just made me even worse. Yeah, I, had I had to, one. I had to get had rid one? of it. I had one um, and then it died. But I never had one. Yeah, it was it was like a Christmas gift, and it's and it does for a little bit. You do get a little obsessive yeah. over. It. You're like, I have to stand up, I have to stand yeah. up, or I have to go walking, or oh, I don't have my steps. Yeah, in. it's probably a, pretty much a good thing, right? Except that there's electrical impulses always going into your body. I mean, it's <laughs> oh, yeah, there's <laughs> that too. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. It's good just point. when you're all, you know, like for somebody that's all, already like slightly neurotic, it's yeah. not yeah. you know because now or, or obsessive, you know, you're you're. Right. Now you're obsessing over this other thing. thing. Honey, you know what sounds like a good idea? I'm going to strap a tracker that's also a taskmaker (laughs) to my arm. Yeah. 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 Doesn't that sound like fun? And it does teensy electric shocks all day. (laughs) And makes demands of me. And then rewards me. (laughs) With fireworks. (laughs) It's fine. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. We're not... We're not super close NPT, to <laughs> NPT. NPT. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Is everybody feeling okay? Yeah. Everybody, you know what, Angie? I feel like you were really brave to talk about your eighth grade experience. <laughs> yeah, no. And I want you to know, Todd, you were really brave to talk about your fish experience. And Shannon, you're just really brave for just showing up today. <laughs> We're just all very brave. That's yeah. all. We just need a bravery commercial. Um, okay. So next, I kind of want to talk a little bit about something I loved, which is the evolution of learning about the family. And like, as I went back and st- I read the whole book, and then I went back and started just skimming through and making little notes. And um, one of the notes was about when you first start learning about dad, he goes from out, he goes from beach house to, he, he introduces beach house dad first. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you get a little taste of like crazy right wing dad. And then you get a little more. He's gotten skinnier dad. And then you get um, he's always telling me to go to the doctor dad. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. paints this great picture of his dad. It's yeah. just this imperfect, wonderful human, weird, kind of sad, awesome happy you know it was isn't that wonderful Mm -hmm. and he somehow manages just through like through the whole book just to kind of build a pretty clear picture of everybody Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah do you know what i'm saying yeah thoughts (laughs) um i don't know i mean he does that in all of his really does that in all of his books um i think with his especially with his family and um i think it's really cool because um he He's very proud of them. Like, yeah, I know. You know. Yeah, that's um, what's wonderful. I think that, in a way, he was even proud of Tiffany, um, you know, with, even with everything that she had going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's cool that, um, you know, he's not one of those um, authors that has either, like, I like that he hasn't like built up this big picture of what his family was, even though it's not who they were. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like he's not, he doesn't, he does. It doesn't feel like he's ashamed to talk about his mom who was an alcoholic Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and who, um, you know, he talks in this, in this, um, story that, um, 
his mom would be like, oh, have your friends over. Let's have a dinner party. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen him in so long. And then by like middle of the dinner, she's falling out of her shit, you know, mm-hmm. because she's mm-hmm. hammered. And he's just kind of like, meh, that was mom, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like there, there's not like resentment or, you know, yeah. anger or, you know, he's just like, you know, yeah, she had a problem. I wish she would have lived longer. I would have spoiled her, you know? Yeah. Now she comes to me in my dreams. Yeah. And that's just what it is. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. And the same thing with his dad, you know, his dad towards the end of the story, his dad's what, 94 and mm-hmm. they show up at his house and everything is covered in stacks of bills and paper and the house is a mess and his underwear are, are on the butcher block in the mm-hmm. kitchen. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like you can see like the, the decline of this old man and his home and instead of his family, you know, instead of his kids being like, we're packing you up. We're getting you out of here. You know, they're like, that's the way he wants to live. That's, you know, it is yeah. what it is. But and no, nobody's like ashamed of it. And they're not, he's not telling like these weird fake stories about his family. Like, you know, other people mm-hmm. do at times. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah yeah. 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 That's all I got, man. <laughs> you did real good. Thanks. Real good. Thanks. Um, well, what I was thinking about was. Well, okay, first of all, I wanted to make sure, uh, if you've never read David Sedaris' books, he's very openly and honestly talking about his family a lot, and he has a pretty big family. He talks about his mom and dad, and he has sisters, Lisa, Amy, Gretchen, and Tiffany, and his uh, husband's name is Hugh, and his brother's name is Paul, and Paul has a wife named Lisa, I think, no, Kathy, Kathy, and then they have Madeline, Mm -hmm. Um, and so... This is something I guess is a that's on stage a lot. I haven't talked a lot directly about my family. Little mm-hmm. things here and there, right? Yeah. I do you know, just little things, but I would love to more. I don't feel as safe doing it and mm-hmm. I'm getting closer. I keep adding more in. And it's fun. It's mm-hmm. fun to just be like, you know what? It's not some people make fun of their family yeah. and other people are just telling interesting family stories mm-hmm. and that happen to be funny, you know? So I think it's because none of the stories are outrageous. It's yeah. just him saying, this is how we do things. Right. Mm-hmm. They have the spa night. The, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was, I read, I read, I read a piece of that to Martin cause he finally, um, he got home from work and I was trying to finish the book and I was, um, around the, um, yeah, like, like, uh, sorry. And then, you know, moving on. And, um, yeah, I read that spa, that spa part to him Mm -hmm. and it is so freaking funny. Like, yeah, just, and what I think is really interesting too, is like, you don't get the sense that his family doesn't want him talking about them. You know what I mean? Like he threw everything out there about Tiffany. Um, you know, he talks about Amy and, Mm -hmm. and her Mm -hmm. acting and whatever she does. And then, um, there's a spot more towards the end where he's describing, um, I don't remember if it's Lisa or Gretchen, but he's talking about how, um, you know, she, she's very tan and she Mm kind of looks like, you know, she's starting to look like leathery, but she's proud of it. Yeah. But she's like, fuck yeah, I am, you know, and and she's not, but like, think about it. Like if you, if you said that about your sister, yeah. my sister would probably be like, whoa, what's wrong with you? Why yeah. are you a bitch? Like, uh-huh. 
you know, but, but his family members are just kind of like, yeah, whatever. It's what we do. It's what, yeah. My really super skinny brother, Joey. I mean, so both my brothers are six foot five. Yeah, I'm super dainty in my family. <laughs> I'm 5'2". <laughs> They're gigantic. And so growing up with two athletic, tall, like you can't feed them enough. You know, they're just yeah. like every day they're just like growing and you can't feed this person enough for them to get any meat on their bones. <laughs> so they're just – so anyway, when they both started kind of gaining a little bit of weight, mm-hmm. you know, just as they became 24 to 36-ish, it's kind of like they wanted a little meat on their bones, but basically they were kind of skinny, chubby guys. You know, those <laughs> guys were like skinny, chubby. Um, we were like, you should be a skinny guy. It yeah. looks like something. They usually like, gain it all so right just, in that stomach Just a little pot, yeah. just a little <laughs> facial spread, you know, but still basically a tall, skinny dude. You know. And um, so when my brother Joey started getting like a big beer gut, yeah. I got him this stretch mark cream for <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> I got him all this oh, like it. fat guy stuff and a couple of magic tricks <laughs> because he had always wanted to do magic. So every year, <laughs> every year he was super disappointed at Christmas because um, he didn't get magic stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and me and my other brother would make fun of him. And so we finally we started getting him little magic <laughs> Oh my god! And stretch mark cream. Okay, yes, so yes. Like Todd, some fun uh, stuff. you know where the best place to get magic stuff is? In um, um, Colon, Michigan. Yes, I was yeah. Just, yeah, I was. Yeah, I know that place. I um, it used to be part of my sales territory. Oh yeah, Colon, Michigan is the magic capital of the world. Yes, was 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 Bronson part of that too? Bronson. Yeah. Oh, you mean, oh, off 12? Mm -hmm. You know what I just realized? (laughs) (laughs) Where's the train going, Shelly? Where did it come from? It left the station with no plan. (laughs) Excuse me, I couldn't help but notice the landscape has changed. (laughs) Where on earth are we headed? By golly. (laughs) By golly, I do believe she's gotten way off track. Anyway, I think the point of that whole diversion was I don't mind telling that story about my brother because I would tell it – my brother would bring up an embarrassing story about me Mm -hmm. in front of a crowd in a heartbeat. So Always. it's like a pact where you're just like, this is what we do. They're going to go for it. They're going to go for like immediate public embarrassment. Like as soon as – I'm going to my niece's wedding this weekend. Like they're immediately going to be like – They'll call me Smelly in front of everybody, oh. of course, because that's my name. Smelly with the big belly. <laughs> It'll just start right away, and I'll feel like 11 years old. I'll be like, guys, um, stop. So we don't stop. But I think, I don't know if, well, no. I bet I could do it. A, I think I could write about my family, honestly. You yeah. Know why? Why? Because I don't think they pay attention to anything <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, like I mean, you guys gave me this card. Things I had to play. It. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, when I go home, they'll be like, what have you been doing? And they won't know. My mom came to this show this year um, that I've been doing for 12 years. No, yeah. this was my, the 11th year, and her and her sister came to it. And they were like, well, you should have been coming to this the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, I know. I, I told you. I invited you every year. 
care. <laughs> and you're like, oh, what is that? You know, it's like oh, it's this giant show I do four nights in a row at the Ark, which is like this really nice place. There's yeah. like 400 people there. It's kind of a big deal. I get paid. <laughs> you don't want to come? Well, I don't know. That's Michigan. Oh, boy. <laughs> a winner? <laughs> that seems like a bit much. <laughs> So I'll probably be on like episode 75 and they'll be like, now somebody told me that you were doing a podcast. What is that? When did they start? Weeds? What do you mean weeds? I'm like, mom, I talk about weed all the time. I took you to a dispensary. Remember? Oh my God. Okay. So another thing that he does with the family is he kind of explains the way everybody feels about money. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. And beautifully. Yeah. So tell me about that. Do you remember what what I'm talking about? Let's see. I know that he talked about um, his sister Lisa and how uh, he could tell their relationship with money because they never, her and her husband never got each other Christmas gifts. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Or they would go in on something for Yeah. And they'd go in on it in like August. Yeah, yeah. So that's this will be our Christmas. We'll get this dehydrator. (laughs) Like, is that you? I mean, maybe a little bit. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, now that we own a house, it's like, you know, do you, do you spend money on silly things or do you pay for the house so that you have a roof over your head? But like, yeah. there's you the know excitement what I mean? when, you know, the day comes and, and you, like, open up the gift. Yeah, you know? well, and I shouldn't say that we, that, that it's like, oh, well, we're going to go in on this, but we definitely set limits. Like, okay. you know, we set limits like we're doing an office Christmas party or something. <laughs> and then he always gets mad at me because I always go over the limits. But Sure, um, sure. But yeah, I mean, we're, you know, we're practical, um, but yeah. we do still go and, you know, like he might surprise me with something, yeah. you know, cheesecake or whatever, um, <laughs> which is super rad. But, um, yeah. you know, yes, I mean, we is. still, we, we spend money and we still do stuff, but yeah, I can totally relate to that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, what I think is neat is he does that whole thing about, um, you know, he's, he's lived in Paris and he's lived in, um like in England somewhere Essex Sussex Sussex there's a Sussex and an Essex we don't know yes yes (laughs) um doesn't that sound like prefix and suffix yeah it does that's what I thought it'd be so much better if those were the towns (laughs) and they were like one was over here yes the main town and the one was over here (laughs) oh that would be the best if that doesn't exist right now we gotta make it that's right we We gotta gotta make it happen what's going on there i don't know settle on mars do you need um something to put it it up on so it's closer to your mouth okay all right that's fine uh, we're here for you. Yeah. <laughs> we're praying for you because you're hat. Re- you. I, just realized, I just realized that I was like slouching and yeah. my oh, back. No. And now I'm like, whoa, that's not right. Yeah. What am I going to do? Don't worry. Todd's, <laughs> Todd's here. Him. Oh, he's a oh, no. oh, and that noise is great. Is. Yeah. yeah. It's mm-hmm. really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So. Woo. What, so he describes this. I don't really like shopping, as I was describing earlier. I have like holes in my shoes and my coat, and I'm kind of like, okay, this is what I'm wearing. But um, as he's kind of one of the ways he talks about how his family spends money is him and Amy shopping <laughs> in China, <gasps> oh, Japan. I, Japan, or in Japan. And um, he, uh, I think the place is called Capital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the way he describes the clothes, he's wearing like a tower of hats. <laughs> And like the culotte yeah. thing. 
and it's so great. And just these sort of like I've got to buy. So, and I know those people. I know yes. those people who shop like that. They're just like, we got to go. It's three o'clock. We're losing light. Oh no! And you're like, why are you getting? Blue hand towels. Like, well, because she got something. I can't just leave the store That's without so buying anything. Funny. Yes, yes. It's like an urge. He's like, you can't not do it. <laughs> it's just hilarious. The picture of him, like knowing what him and Amy look like, yeah. the idea of them shopping together is just the funniest I thing. I like in when the world. he was describing um, the three of, I think there was three of them. Yeah, and then shopping. Gretchen. Yeah, and, and they were, um, weren't they having lunch? And he was talking about how, um, I guess it was Gretchen was wearing a hat that looked like a, a toilet bowl cleaner. Yes, and yes, like, yes. like just describing like the way the three of oh, them look. Yeah. And it's just so good. And he's like, we were the Sedaris's. Like, I was so proud to be. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> that's like, we were, that's why we were related. Like our faces don't look that much alike, but we were so related. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, yes, that's awesome. And then he has this um, great words. He's like, we would come home. And, uh, you know, they would be exhausted from the day. And he would be like, we were dazed, bloated, vulgar. (laughs) 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 And I'm like, you know you've had that day. Yeah. Just overdid it in every possible way. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden, like, the evening hits, you start getting embarrassed (laughs) by yourself. But but that's what I mean with... What has become of me? And that's that's exactly what I mean with his descriptions. Like, who uses vulgar to describe, like, a day of shopping? Like, why? Yes. Like, where... It's wonderful. Yeah, where did that come from? Well, I I remember the part where they talk about how... the children would tell stories to mom and she'd be like, no, cut that part out. No, if you yeah. want to get funnier, go here. Yes, yes, and it feels yes. like he was kind of trained from birth. So yes. Yeah. Yes. Start thinking about how to make the story interesting. Yes. Oh my gosh. Isn't that a wonderful description of his mom? Cause the mom, he does the mom the same way as the dad. Like he starts with certain set of memories yes. and then moves to like tougher memories at the yeah. end. Like when he t- got to that part, I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. But cause I know it had to be hard for him to, to say that about this woman he adored. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's hard to say it about anybody. Yeah. But, you know. but your mom is, and especially from all of his books, well, from what I've read of these two books. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Is that, you know, he really, he, he thought of his mom as like his person, his yes, champion. Yes. So, you know, means a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Which oh, is yeah. interesting, too, because she, um, you know, there's quite a few different um, parts where she not really makes fun of him. Like, she's kind of mean about his sexuality. And yeah. she's like, you know, she's just like, what are you, queer or something? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, so to know that she was um, kind of, um, I don't I don't know the word. Anyways, she's mean, I guess. And he's still like, you know, he, he adored her. Um, so it's, and then also, you know, with the, um, and I think I said this earlier, maybe I just thought it and didn't say it out loud. I don't know. Um, when he is talking about his mom being an alcoholic, like he, they, they never used the word alcoholic when they were talking about her. They said that she had a problem. Mm -hmm. Um, but they never, you know, they wouldn't use that word because, you know, they all knew what it was, but they didn't, you know, it's almost, I I guess it's probably almost like if you say it, then it's real. Yeah. Well, the way they talk about that is different than it's, it's such a different way to talk about it because some people will go at it with like, this is how I was being damaged at that moment. 
yeah. you know, this is, and he's just kind of telling it, like, this is what happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it's. Not sugarcoating it. Yeah, it was very, very interesting, wasn't it? And then he taught, there's, there's another thing that he does between his mom and his dad, like, at some point he touches his dad and he's like, I rarely ever touch my mm -hmm. dad. Yeah. But we used to touch my mom all the time. Yeah. And and he does this whole thing about this is the person that you feel comfortable touching and everybody's touching. And this is the person you just don't feel comfortable touching. Yeah. Right. And I thought like, oh, there are just those people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where you feel like I can touch them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't touch them. You know, so. That was fascinating because that I bet that parental balance of where you get your affection from mm -hmm. really matters. Like if you oh really, yeah, oh yeah, that's huge. Do you, um did you notice that he never really talks about the relationship between his mom and his dad? Yeah, except except them having sex in the beach house. Yeah, like yeah. Just that one little yeah. where the dad's like, we had sex. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he never really he never really ah. talks about. Um, you know, seeing the two of them together or how they interacted oh, together yeah. or not at you know. all in this one, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, Todd, can you kick that song in where right about where we left it off here for a minute? We'll take a little break. Okay, yeah, whenever you're ready, man. Okay. Ease in, we've never done this, but we're gonna take a break. Sitting by the ocean, yeah, where she feels so
on a Calypso song and then came back in on a John Denver song called Calypso. So totally switched moods on you guys Aww. there. And while we were taking our little break, we were talking about, um, can you take it totally out? Um, when, uh, is it so, it's so hard for me to concentrate on something if there's words to a song that I know. <laughs> yes. Because my brain's like, you know those words. You want to sing You better it. start singing what you're doing talking about something else. <laughs> Don't even think you're not going to sing this journey song, girl. Do you, do you listen to music while you're doing your recruiting calls? Well, sometimes, but it's usually like I'll find a um, I'll find a Spotify station that's like called Intense Focus or something. Does that like work? That. Oh, I love. Oh, it. I should try that then because I, I was just going to say I usually listen to music as I'm because I find that if I'm listening to the news, I get pissed. Right. Um, really? Yeah. What? So I listen to music, so but then, but yeah. then I, I find myself being it's like, like, my fave. like yeah. I got to wait until this song ends before I can dial the phone. You know, yes. I'm like, right. <laughs> yes. like singing badly in my office. Oh my gosh. I just got so far off track so quickly. Um, what oh I was goodness. trying to say was that Sing it. when we were um, on the break, I was talking about all the kind of things I've done uh, with the show since we were last here, and I'm so excited because now there's um, a readsandweeds.com website, Woo! and we're on Stitcher, and um, also I'm going to do a Facebook uh, for Reads and Weeds that I attach to an Instagram that will say, like, here's the next five or six books, yeah. and when we all invite Ooh. our friends, then people will be able to say, I want to do that one, I want to do that one, they can do, like, the fourth one out. Yeah. They have, don't have to think, oh my gosh, i got to read something every time, right? So I want to get that going and have, like, core members, but what, like, with little mixed-in yeah. people, you know? So I want to do that. <laughs> and then I was showing her I made this little merch. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm... Did you hear the descriptions? Mm -hmm. May or oh may not yeah, like the actual products. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I had so much fun writing those descriptions. So I have this uh, deadline of May 4th 
Um, mainly because may the fourth be with you. Yeah, and also with you, and, and also with you, and but also because last year on May fourth, I was with this company, and the whole leadership team got like let go at once. <sighs> And it was the beginning of this just like strange crumbling mm. of the direction that I felt like <laughs> no. was going. Like, wait. And, and so I, I remember just being like, oh, my gosh, what does this mean that all my leaders are gone? And what does this mean? And, you know, so yeah. I started going, OK, wait, what, am, what do I want to be doing here? What do I, how do I want to be spending my time? You yeah. Know? And, and when I think about because sometimes I feel like I'm like not making any progress towards the thing mm-hmm. that I want to be the thing. Yeah. And then when I think of all this stuff. That I've been doing. Yeah. And it hasn't even been a year yet since that happened. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. That is yeah. pretty cool. Pretty cool little it's milestone. So, so I'm hoping to have like all of us on the Facebook page and you guys can maybe have admin so that you can make little comments and stuff or contribute to the Instagram. I don't yeah. literally learned how to leave Instagram <laughs> on Monday because I'm hey, like, this is one of my goals. You did I it. I get it now. I get it now because... A lot of my friends use Instagram like just for themselves. Like, here's what I'm eating. Here's me, whatever. And mm-hmm. I don't care enough about that. But like yeah. this, the idea of like connecting with people who would want to do this with yeah. us, that seems like so worth promoting and so that fun. Does. You know, so it's for the greater good. It is for the greater good. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to learn how to use the little grids, and I want to learn how to use hashtags. And so my friend Jill is just looking at me like. You're, you're so <laughs> such an idiot you're so far behind but i just like haven't cared about it that much you yeah. know it just hasn't been as important but now it's gonna be because i get it and i'm excited um <laughs> okay oh, so uh, <laughs> thanks todd thank you guys thank i'm just really grateful to be here um okay he feeds he feeds his tumor <gasps> yes! to the turtle yes <laughs> Wow. Okay. So I don't get get grossed out easily at all. But there's something about this. Like I love the story. I love the story how he gets the tumor removed. Like that had me. Oh yeah. Because first he goes to a hospital and they won't let him. Yeah. They're like, no. It's against. It's against federal regulations for me to give you my body. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like he. So he leaves. Yes. I'm not gonna shop here. Oh my god! And meets the woman at a at a book at a book thing. Like yes. he like he read his book and then was signing. Yeah. And she walked up to him all sketch and, and she was, was like, like yeah. "Hey, I can do that. And I'll I'm take like, it out and what? you can keep it." And I'm a doctor, not a surgeon, but I am a doctor. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. And so he just ends up at this woman's clinic somewhere in the middle questions. of the night. He asks people in the yeah. book line, <laughs> yeah, or he's even just like, "Have you ever?" Uh, had a patient with gastrointestinal issues what do you recommend for them yes yes oh my gosh but again like like one of my notes um one of my notes says you know because he's neurotic but he's really charming but yeah you know that whole that whole situation with the tumor and stuff like that whole chapter was about him seeking out various medical professionals while on tour because he needed a root canal randomly and he had this tumor and then he needed to see the podiatrist and it started with skin cancer because some guy came up to him and was like i'm not a doctor or anything but i'm 90 percent sure that that's skin cancer and he Mm -hmm. was like oh my god and so it was just like this series of doctors yeah pre and also that was super gross and he was like and then i was on the plane the next day and it burst (laughs) i'm like okay cancer burst (laughs) 
Oh my mm. gosh, yeah. so oh. gross. Yeah. But the whole the whole thing about just like how matter of fact his voice is when mm-hmm. he's talking about like, can I keep it? And no, you can't. It's like, well, why can't I keep it? No, yes. you can't. And then he's he finds the lady who does it, and real matter of factly, he's like, I gotta go back on tour, but she's gonna send it in like a freezer yeah. bag to my <laughs> sister's house, and they're gonna put it in the freezer. Who no oh, questions yeah. asks, yeah. no <laughs> questions asked, labels it, like, sure, and sticks David, it in the freezer. I love tumor. it. Yes. David's tumor. And then they like <laughs> dethaw it, and then. They're like, don't worry, we'll just freeze it again oh because the turtle's oh, dead. My gosh, no, the turtle. Or, was no, they couldn't find the turtle. Hibernating, hibernating. Oh, hibernating. My God. oh and then he almost Miracle. got a kid's kidney. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Wow! Oh my gosh! Something that you said reminded me of what? What did you say? Like, oh, the things he asked people in line. Oh, the things he asked people in line. Oh yeah. Is he talked about? He does that. There's that whole chapter called. Um, it's like, your English is so good. Oh yeah, English is so good, and Ooh. it's about how people say, "How was your trip?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, so tired of answering. He'd be like, well, "There's a waterfall and dancing bears." That was probably yes. the best part. Like <laughs> <laughs> starts starts uh, just making things up. Yeah, he tell he told people um, that he was a doctor too, mm-hmm. um, somewhere in Japan, and they were like, "Did you say that you were a doctor?" And he was like, "I don't know how to say author," so I just. Yeah. Yeah. So he talks about, um, well, he's t- first he's talking about in that chapter, he's talking about words that um, he and his friend think should be banned. Oh, I love that. Um, oh, my gosh. You know, um, Americans always say awesome, which is yes. replaced incredible, good, and even okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he, you know, he goes on about, um, and then he, he, st- he talks about upselling, mm-hmm. which <laughs> is really funny and, so true um i would like nothing but coffee just coffee period (laughs) the woman behind the counter crossed his arms no cup well of course i want a cup no milk or nothing this always happens this always this always happens when i try to make a point and milk i told her coffee in a cup with some milk in it but nothing else and it's like Holy shit, I've been there so many yes. times. Like, all and the then time. his flight was delayed and he had to go back. Had to go back. <laughs> so good. Oh, my so gosh. Good. Oh, and then he says something like, um, a lot of the airports in the South, they say, have a blessed day. And he feels like he's been, like, a tax break. Yeah. God cologne. He's like, oh, no, I'm going to yes. start wearing short sleeves and a get tie. It, <laughs> get it off me. Get it off me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, Lord. It's funny because, oh, like, it's too good. There's, you know, there's always memes on Facebook about, like, you know, white people always be like, you know, and then we say something stupid, like, sure is windy. <laughs> and, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it's like, it's, you know, and then you read this chapter and you're like, oh my God, we do. We really do. Yeah. We say the same things all the time. I think fucking A is one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I say that as much as I did in like high school, well, but sure, sure. yeah. I think I just recently adopted in sort of a retro way. Oh. <laughs> like, it's important to be trendy. Like wearing vans or something. <laughs> I wear my vans and I say, fucking A. No, I yeah. got it. Yeah. I got it. Wear great, great big shorts. Oh, way yeah. too, way not feminine at all. <laughs> Huge shorts. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I just went on tour with Nirvana. Oh, shorts, you know, like so, like so they're actually parachute. So they're jorts, is what you're saying. <laughs> oh, yes. They're jean shorts. Of course they are. Yeah. Huge. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And they're on backwards. <laughs> uh, yeah. As one must. I mean, crisscross. 
come on. Wow, can you believe they get away with this? Um, oh, you know what's funny is when he's talking about gay marriage. Yeah. And um, the, the chapter is called A Modest Proposal. <laughs> he's talking about, you know, him and Hugh not wanting to get married, not caring about it. But then when it became legal, he, they really just decided to do it and everything. And then he starts talking about, uh, I, gosh, is it in that chapter? I think it's in the chapter. He starts talking about how, before he was gay, he would like fantasize about <gasps> his yes! wife. But in uh, the fantasies, she always died. She died, yeah. and he was and like he was the grieving there husband. To watch. He was always the <laughs> grieving husband, and they would be like, "You've got to move on, yeah. David." But he changed up how she died. That was the. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he fantasized about girlfriends. Oh my god, I can so. I, I I have a weird fantasy about meeting someone in a tragic situation. Oh. Like, we met the night the house was burning down. <laughs> oh, you drug me out of my car. <laughs> oh, maybe I've watched a lot of those movies. Oh. I was like, I had no life before you. <laughs> it's an amnesia lifetime movie. Did you guys get <laughs> I just wrote and starred in a lifetime movie. That was yeah, beautiful. The amnesia love story. Oh. Jesus. And uh, I appreciate you guys. Yes. Uh, appreciate you sharing that. <laughs> You're welcome. With us. You're so welcome. Um, okay. Uh, more about his dad. Oh, the silent treatment. Well, anything else about the um, modest proposal chapter with him being gay? And I think that's, um, I, isn't that where he talks about, no, I don't know. No, that's not it. Okay. <laughs> um. Wait. <laughs> my notes are terrible oh, i don't no. know why i thought that this was gonna work for What's me gonna like, happen? what like what were you i got nothing else to say about that <laughs> what the hell i'm gonna, if you I'm don't gonna find it soon on just one. read something from whatever yeah. What? <laughs> yeah no this this is it'll not it'll probably be good well it, it it'll be it, good he still has of... most of his hair my father <laughs> so <laughs> relatively dark yeah yeah see it's good <laughs> Um, I think it was, is it before or after that chapter? Um, anyways, uh, a number of reasons I've been depressed lately. So, um, (laughs) he talks about, he talks about why he's depressed and it does have some stuff to do with, um, you know, well, it's, it's all about Trump becoming president. Oh my God. And, um, what I found, what I found super funny was that, um, he, he says it wouldn't surprise me if he were to name the Hamburglar at his as his running mate. Yeah, and that made me laugh really hard because of the whole um, hamburger situation with those football players or whatever. Um, remember, Donald Trump bought like Big Macs oh, for the yeah, it was yeah. All yeah. fast. Yeah, he was so proud of yeah. himself. So here's you know David Sedaris is calling him the Hamburglar when he when he wrote this book, and it just yeah. it really yeah. it struck me as being super funny. And then um, I also found it really funny how he was talking about. (laughs) Um, He's going to steal my burgers. He's talking about Donald. And the presidency. This is this is and related. Oh, oh, one chewed up cow at a time. This is this is he's talking about his dad. Jeez, he's talking about his dad again. And now this is where we know, like we, you know, throughout the story, you kind of get a good sense that you, you know, his dad's a Republican, but he never really, um, he never really um, overtly says it. But now he's like, you know, um, ended up with a screaming fight with my Republican father, and he yells, "Donald Trump is not an asshole." And um, 
he's the best thing that's happened to this country in years. And it was just locker room talk. And he's like, I'm in locker rooms five times, five days a week, and I've never heard anyone carry on like Trump in that video. And if I did, I wouldn't think, wow, that guy ought to be my president. Mm-hmm. I think he was a creep and a loser. And he goes on to talk about the people that, that you know, he he's like, you know, basically you can kind of look at different people and just automatically you're like, yeah, that was a that's a Trump supporter. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And he says um, the guy in the T-shirt that pictures – a semi-automatic rifle above the message, come and take it. Mm. The one in fatigues buying two 12-packs of beer and a tub of rice pudding (laughs) didn't necessarily vote Republican. He could have just stayed home on election day and force-fed the woman he holds captive in the crawl space (laughs) beneath his living room. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, no, that's that's that guy. But you know what? He also, like has these conversations which i think is good Mm -hmm. yeah he is he has traveled around the world and he's having these conversations um i want to get better at that you know i don't want to feel so us and them yeah yeah because i don't want that i don't want to hold on to that belief that there's us and them and it's gonna Mm -hmm. be like uh you know because all that does is make people fight more like yeah i don't like it so i'm just like well i don't get it yeah. And so I've got to figure out how to meet this person I don't understand in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of see what, in the very least, like, what are their triggers? What are the things that I definitely shouldn't? Right. Or just, like, what do they truly believe? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, I I can't picture people just going, I want something bad to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But there, it's coming from some sort of true belief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're probably looking at me the same way. But there are people so there that. But there are those. Some of those people do want bad things to happen, and that's oh, that's right, where the right. that's where the big problem is. Is that yeah. you know these people that he's talking about, you know, with the Confederate flag stickers yeah. and you know possibly women in their crawl spaces. Those people really exist, and oh, they yeah. really oh, don't yeah. give a shit if you want to be friends and you know yeah. everything's marijuana and rainbows. Like they don't care. That's right. not what they're about, right, and that's scary. Right. It's yeah. super scary. Yeah, it oh is. yeah. But I I found it I found that whole chapter interesting because he was listing off a, a you know a bunch of different things. I think it was like 10 things. A number um, of reasons I've been depressed. That lately. depressed him. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's listing off things that depressed him and what was really kind of um I don't know, kind of crazy I guess is that um, a lot of those things were things that I felt too, oh, yeah. you know, when, when the election yeah, yeah. was happening, it's yes. like, yeah, those were, you know, I woke up that morning. I remember waking up that morning and looking at my phone and going, Oh my God. And I just sat on the edge of my bed and sobbed yeah. before getting up and going to work. Cause I was like, what the hell are we going to do now? Like our country is super screwed. Oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't even want to believe it. I remember yeah, looking I at the it. television and be like, this is a mistake. Yeah. yeah. I think this we is- got together. Were they? Me and oh yeah, you and Allison. Like there was people in Ipsy like meeting up for yeah. like comfort beer. Yeah, <laughs> and we're like, we'll be together. Uh, you know, we're gonna hold on to each other. Like it yeah. was. Uh, I think I think well, what's yeah. crazy too about that chapter is that that was literally the saddest chapter or the saddest bit in the entire mm-hmm. like entire book for me. You know, his sister yes. committing suicide. That oh, was God. that was sad, but it was like, I mean, in a in a way you kind of knew it was coming so it wasn't like you know meh and I hate to be like that but you know what I mean like when you kind of see these things coming talking about his mom wasn't super like you know sad for me Mm -hmm. but reading the chapter about the reasons why he was depressed it was like this is crushing yeah and I think also his family there's not family stories in there yeah Yeah. 
it's not family stories. It's just like the world coming at him, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. that, all that kind of stuff. Right. So it's the one, I think it's the one chapter that just doesn't really have family stories. Mm-hmm. It's more about the It's news. kind of like if you watch the Buffy the Vampire Slayer series. It's exactly like the episode <laughs> where there was no sound. Do you remember that one? No, no. <laughs> Was your mute button on? <laughs> no, no, no. They really do a silent episode. That's weird. Of oh. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And so really? you see, like, there's no filter. No filter of the family stories. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. How is that like this? What am I missing? Oh, because... <laughs> Um, oh, because they say in cinema that music is kind of like it tells you how you're supposed to be feeling. And oh. with him and the family stories, they were kind of he was kind of like, oh, let's lighten this mood. I'm going to tell you how you should oh, be feeling. Okay. Yes. That makes Sorry, more I should have I should have connected oh that a little gosh. bit better. Ooh, I mean, I'm glad you did, though. I'm glad <laughs> we got there. You know, I, I was like, it. everyone's watched things I've watched. I feel I feel like <laughs> anybody that's listening is probably hopefully just a stoned or should be and maybe hopefully. maybe they would have connected or right away that person happened to watch the same documentaries and shows as that was like oh that makes a lot of sense yeah. of course of course of course yeah someone out there is with my brain and they were very excited <laughs> yeah, by yeah. that moment and we know where you are and we want it back Hugs. <laughs> hey hey I don't want any trouble. Just give me Shannon's brain. Burn. We'll be cool. I've got some nom, thin nom, mints. Yeah. Do you? No. Oh. I want Samoas. Ah. Oh, so you know what's funny is I did Jazz Cabbage Cafe a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Um, I did a couple in a row. And those guys are fun. They're really good friends. Um, and this guy, do you know the guy Brant- Branton, I think is his name? Anyway, He's a really fun guy that was doing their board, okay. and he had a box of, um, they're not called Samoas anymore. They're called, like, Coconut Ripple Fudge or something. Okay. They're wonderful. Uh, uh, they're wonderful. Yes. They're the best ones, right? They are the best, obviously. So I go, I was going to go, oh, whose are these? You yeah. Know? Can I have one? <laughs> but I w- he's in the middle of doing his stuff, and I go, and he's like, oh, oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh upset with me, and I'm like, I'm not going to eat him. He's like, all you got to do is ask, okay? You still be grabbing at my cookies. And I was just so upset. And I was like, dude, I'm sorry. I just. And then this guy beside me goes, may I have one of those cookies? And he goes, that's how you do it. <laughs> so it was hilarious. We were all just cracking up because he looked at me like. It was just so beautiful. <laughs> you touched my cookies. I get it. I don't like anybody touching my cookies either. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> Rules of the house. <laughs> Those are my cookies. <laughs> okay. Marty knows what's up. <laughs> cookies. If you come in here and just start taking my cookies. But are you talking about the caramel delights? <laughs> We're going to have a cookie problem. Yeah, those, those were the Samoas. Yeah, they were oh. the Samoas. And people have been putting stickers on them, calling them Momoas. Aww. What is Samoas? Momoa. Momoa? I don't know, but I like that they put a sticker on it. What does that Stickers mean? Stickers are great. Jason Momoa. Oh, uh, Khal Drogo. Huh? Jason Momoa, Khal yeah. Drogo yes. in Game of Thrones. Yes. yes. They're, or so they're calling Aquaman. him. They're calling him Caramel Cluster. <laughs> no, they're called. They're they're changing the name. They're they used to be the Samoa uh, Samoas. Yeah. They're putting Momoas. And Jason, what's it called? The cookie. Uh, they're called uh, Caramel Delights now. See, because. 
he is a caramel delight. See, I think that's what they're trying to say. Like Jason Momoa. That's where we're getting here. Jason Momoa <laughs> is a caramel delight if there ever was one. Okay. I love him so much. Do you, are you a fan of his? Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Drogo? Yeah. 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 Have you ever seen him in an interview or anything? No. Oh, my gosh. He's the most giddily delightful. Oh, in love with his wife, like Aww. he married um, Lisa, Bonet. Lisa Bonet, and he's just like, it was a dream come true. Oh, I, I wanted to so meet her for so long. <laughs> like, he was so excited. He's like a ten year old kid Aww. in this like giant gorgeous man body. He's just like, really? <laughs> yeah. In all the pictures, um. like in if you look at him and um. Oh my gosh, you guys, we're so close to Game of Thrones. <gasps> yes! We're almost yeah. April 14th. It's ah! April. You guys, we've turned the corner. Holy and crap. also, did you see the Game of Thrones? Okay, I'm. Did might I be see the what? No, the. You gotta finish um, the sentence. The, the Game of Thrones <laughs> and Urban Decay. The Game of Thrones and Urban Decay makeup situation. Oh, I don't know makeup. No, oh. but I did. At work today, I was like, I, I uh, tried to convince my boss to let me be an office troll. <laughs> <laughs> and when that Wonderful. didn't work, I wanted to be a gargoyle. <laughs> and how did your boss happening? respond to this? Uh, she was like, no, that's not going to work. There is a point. Choo, it makes somewhere. Choo-choo. <laughs> hey, how did we get to that gargoyle I don't know. There was a word. Oh and there my was God. weed. We haven't even <laughs> talked about Carol the Fox. Oh, Carol. That was adorable. I was like, Why, wait a minute. Carol? He's like, and blah, blah, blah. And it was Carol. And I was like, wait a minute. Who is Carol? Yes. And then he went on to talk about the fox. And I was like, oh. He has a fox friend. Okay. Yeah. He has a fox friend that Foxy. he feeds. It was adorable. Mm-hmm. Foxy mm-hmm. friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a note here. I have another note. Uh, and this this note I actually it. know what it was about. So um, remember there was a part um, when they were talking to their dad and, and they were talking about like different stories and stuff from when they grew up. And um, I don't remember if it was Gretchen or Lisa. But um, anyways, they yes. were they were in the car. They were in the car. And <laughs> some some man was uh on the side of the road apparently had his had his uh his wangus out just oh, yeah. popping it around and 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 their dad their dad turned Turn, around he did a u-turn to point it out and 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 the one of david's sisters was like but you turned around so that we could see it like you wanted to make sure we and he was like it was big like, <laughs> like that's it like there's nothing more to it it's just there was a giant dick and i had to show you guys like what obviously what (laughs) what is oh my god i so get it because you're like your whole life you'd be like my kids will never know about the great picture (laughs) (laughs) so funny Oh my God! You guys gotta see this. Yeah, this is one of those life lessons. But oh weren't gosh. they weren't they like on their way home from church? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which well, made it that much funnier. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It was good. Oh my gosh, so funny. The um, oh, never mind. That's not a uh, well. This is kind of a funny family story. <laughs> there was this like traffic circle in the middle of Spartanburg, South Carolina. I don't know if it's still there, but like. To go anywhere, to go from our house to the mall, to go from our house to my friend Jimmy's house. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. had to go around the circle, and it was kind of a pain in the ass, you know? <laughs> they always are. super well organized. <laughs> the 
there was a Waffle House there and sort of a shoe outlet there. You know, it was like, it was a redneck traffic. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a McDonald's, okay, right off this traffic circle. And it had this, you know how sometimes the year they'll have like a giant inflatable Ronald McDonald? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a giant inflatable uh, um, Burger King or what, whatever in front of the store. So this was a giant inflated Ronald McDonald on the top of the the McDonald's and it started getting really really windy and so it looked like picture if you're a kid and you drive up and you see this Ronald McDonald is going <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh like it just looks like he's laughing his ass off and we started laughing yeah. my mom started laughing and we were like go around again and so we went around and around and around this traffic circle just laughing and my mom just trying to hold on to the steering wheel and it's just going ah. it just looked like it was laughing because the way the wind oh my god it was amazing i'm sure my whole family remembers that story because we did it for a long I time i found something that pertains to that oh my gosh yes i do oh wow i guess what we do is just drive around this circle here should be the second left exit there's the hotel hey look kids there's big ben and there's parliament <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Big Ben, Parliament. Oh, it was so funny. Okay, my face hurts a little bit. All right. um, Another sweet dad moment, I think, is he paints this picture of, like, his dad is in the habit of he'll be at his desk and his dad will come in his room and sit on the bed. Yeah. And listen to him, kind of talk to him while he writes. And this is in the – I think there's a chapter called The Silent Treatment about how he has a hard time talking to his dad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And – he watches, like, I watch this with my own dad. Like, I watch a certain other sibling or one of his siblings, and they'll have a conversation. They have this real easy back and yeah. forth. And I'm going, like, how are y'all doing that? I don't know how to do that, you know? And I'm looking at him like, I'm usually good at that with other people, and I don't yeah. understand why I'm not good at it, you know? And him talking about his dad in that way was, that was very touching, yeah. you know? Because he would just come in and sort of lay on the bed, and he'd eventually fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't quit writing until his dad yeah. was asleep. Oh, yeah. And he didn't want to leave him because mm-hmm. he didn't want him to wake up alone. Yeah. Yeah, super sweet. Mm. Yeah, that was great. So there's this um, in the chapter called Calypso. Mm-hmm. Um, he is visiting um, with his friend Janet and her son Jimmy. And Janet is this um, artist who... Um, basically just highlights the grain in plywood (laughs) and then (laughs) so so she's so she's um founded the wood interpretation society uh so he's so he's visiting with her and they start talking about their elderly parents and um this is so funny to me because something similar to this happened um so he's talking about um or janet is talking about um her friend phil he said she said unlike my friend's Friend Phil's mother, um, this was a woman who never missed a church service, who was an absolute pillar of her community. Then she got dementia and became a different person. The last time Phil saw her, she leaned over in her wheelchair and at the top of her voice said, Hitler wants my pussy. (laughs) Jimmy stroked his big, bib-like beard. They say he was quite the ladies' man. So... So oh I God. used to, so I used to work with people that had. I used to work with elderly people, and um, oh, yes. I started working with a woman that had dementia. Like I was sixteen, sixteen or seventeen, wow. and I got hired. Um, basically, like a family friend was like, "My mom needs help. 
you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. So I became a live-in caregiver for this woman. And um, she had dementia pretty bad. Um, like she was a chain smoker. So she would literally, she'd be sitting in a recliner and she'd have a cigarette in each hand. Wow. She'd put one out and then she'd light another one and keep, and she didn't realize that she was like, she was so gone. Mm-hmm. Um, one day she grabbed, um, she wanted to get some cereal for herself and she was, she was very combative. So, that, so sometimes I was like, well, I'm not fighting this woman. Yeah. So she, um, I set out a jug of milk for her to pour on her cereal and, um, I, went into the kitchen um she was at the table and she saw a um a big container of tide <gasps> and poured that on her cereal oh, no. um luckily i caught it right before she ate the cereal um oh, but anyways one time wow. um because i was her living caregiver she just kind of hung out with me a lot yeah. and um i had this friend party yeah yeah <laughs> well actually um party so, like golden girls so we Woo! had so i had this friend um we used to hang up and hang out up in Traverse City, and we were kind of punk kids, you know. And mm-hmm. um, she had a shirt that had um, hit my friend, not the old lady. My friend had a shirt that had Hitler on it for some reason. I don't remember exactly what the shirt was detailing. Um, but anyways, she come walking on the stairs, and the old lady saw her. And for the rest of the day, she kept doing the the oh, Hitler, wow. you know the what. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, the just, lady you were taking. Care yeah, of? yeah. Oh, so, no! so, so, oh my, my friend and I. So my friend and I are like sixteen, seventeen, right? And I had the um the family had given me the this vehicle to drive mm-hmm. this woman around so that she could get out of the house and we could go do stuff. And so I here I am. I'm like sixteen, seventeen years old with my friend who's the same age. We've got this 80-year-old woman in the back seat of a like a 79 Ford station wagon with like the wood paneling on the yes. side like oh, yeah. you know and this woman is just like Sig Heil like wow. all day. Oh, <laughs> no. Like no. just just oh, like no. hanging out in Traverse City and yeah so when yeah Hitler wants my pussy I about lost my shit because oh, that my. was so funny and yeah and I've you know taken care of that woman so Yeah. So anyways, yeah. Wow. Um, any thoughts on, um, <laughs> any thoughts on the spirit world? Uh, Amy has her reading and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm skeptical of stuff like that, but I'm not, if that makes sense. Well, I think he's skeptical. Yeah. 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 But he yeah. also, but then he also talks about how his mom and Tiffany come to him in dreams, but they're not actually dreams. So it's like, does he believe in yeah. it or not? Oh, I just think about also, and I don't think it was in this chapter, but it was close to it. Um, speaking of Tiffany, how how the last time he saw her was at a concert or wh- yeah. about one of his speakings, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I have something for you," and he had them shut the door yeah. in her face. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, that, that was, was harsh. Rough. That was rough. Um, well, what I think he's saying is he he's telling one story from two perspectives. The story this the story of his. He he will say, I'm not, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in acupuncture. You know, yeah. I don't want a colonic. I don't believe in ghosts. You know, I don't believe that you got your cards read or whatever. But then he matter, matter-of-factly says, like, but, you know, my mom comes to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he just sees it as a different thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's just very practical. Like that other like, one's fake. This is, of course. This is what, this yeah. is what happens. This well, and he says, that the, he says they're not dreams. He's like, this yeah. isn't, this isn't a dream. She's not coming to me in a dream. This is, this is really happening. And it's like, well, that's not, 
but wait, what? Because oh, you know I what I mean? That. Yeah, because it's like he's he's saying he's saying that he doesn't believe in it, but then he's let me see if I can find it. But um oh, yeah. yeah, because that was where I was like I was a little confused and um you know, I thought that was a little strange, but um but yeah, it was it was interesting. Um I liked the also um talking about how ghosts they talk about how ghosts travel with the so well, sometimes with an they object. come with the furniture. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I have like a six hundred year old milkmaid living in my silverware oh, drawer. Yeah. <laughs> and Amy's like, that's why some people don't wear vintage. <laughs> Did you see Headless Hazel? The owners ask over breakfast, no doubt silently chuckling as guests cry. I did. She was at the end of the hall when we came up from dinner last night, stabbing a doll with a knitting oh, needle. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh Lord. That is too funny. Have you ever stayed at a haunted um, hotel? Um, I have not stayed at a haunted hotel, but I did go to um, the Myrtles Plantation in uh, Louisiana. Um, I've been there. What does that mean? Well, it's the name of the plantation, the Mm -hmm. Myrtles. Um, Okay. So oh, it's I thought one it was of a silly word for murder. No, you know, like it's it, it's an old plantation, mm-hmm. um, and the story is basically um, Civil War times. Um, it was the home of a general and his wife and kids, mm-hmm. um, and he had a um, they had a house maid um, and house slave, whatever. Um, a lot of slaves on the property. It was a plantation, um, and the slaves' name the house slave's name was uh chloe and chloe and the um the general were having an affair Mm -hmm. and um apparently she got jealous or something um she overheard the general talking about how um he was she wasn't going to be allowed in the house anymore Mm -hmm. um he caught her spying um eavesdropping he cut off her ears Ah! so she wore a green turban um he ended up i think he I don't remember exactly how the story goes. Yeah. 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 So, so then, um, she, it was one of the kids birthdays or something and she baked a cake, um, that was opium was in it. Poppy. I don't remember. Anyways, some, some poison, something poisonous was in it. Um, it wasn't opium. Um, anyways, some, she put something poisonous in it and, um, the plantation. Was it sopium? Yes. The uh, the plantation is now haunted by Chloe and his kids um, wow. that she killed, wow. um, and so we went um, when I lived there. We we stopped by and it was closed. Um, you can go for viewings, um, like a different ghosts have days off. Yes, um, <laughs> it's important. They have you can you rest. can go and 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 walk through, do a tour, um, but you can also stay overnight. Um, but the first time I went, we they were they weren't open to the public at the time, so we just pulled into the drive and kind of got out and walked around on the grounds and it was really spooky Mm -hmm. um and then the second time that I went was a couple of years after that and I took my two um I took my well my middle and my oldest son um and we got to do the tour and you just you just you can feel that there's things there um like there's a big story about the mirror in the in the entryway um if you look at a um you can see like Chloe's uh, silhouette in it and they've um, they've replaced the glass in the mirror like multiple times, um, but it wow. still always shows up. Wow. And 
So yeah, so I've never stayed the well, night at a haunted hotel, but yeah, I've been there and I've been a to a lot of yeah. That is it's have really you, cool. Um, do you listen to my favorite murder? Mm-mm. I hear so much about this podcast. Really? Oh gosh, it's well. Ah. If you like true crime, mm-hmm. it's it's two really really funny women <laughs> writers that, yeah. that love true crime, and so the story nice. is them just talking and then. They tell each other true crime stories, and they they've been on tour for a few years. Wow! Like they, yes, they they have a giant <laughs> fan base, and anyway, they told a story. They tell stories about like crazy mass murders that one of one family member of everybody else, and they describe it all and everything. And then a couple of them are like places that turn into a museum like that. Mm-hmm. Where you can come visit it. Yeah, it's the Myrtles has been site of a horrific yes yeah the the myrtles plantation has been featured on um a lot of different um do you remember when the travel channel used to have like shows about haunted places and whatever kind of yeah it's a long time ago i can imagine um but uh (laughs) (laughs) right i think it was back when um mtv still had music videos too so it was a long time ago yeah but um but yeah the myrtles plantation is one of uh, it's considered one of the most haunted places in the in the so United is States. Is MTV still a channel? I think so. It's just mostly reality like television. I, was, I think yes, now. If I was like, if I was on the phone with my direct TV provider, and I'm like, if it doesn't have MTV, I don't <laughs> want it. Yes, I don't want it. If it doesn't have MTV, I just can't have it. Yeah, it's not going to work for me. A show where everybody's just putting on raincoats. I want that one. That's right. I love raincoats. <laughs> And a that one and all the ESPN fours you can fit. Oh man, only all more fours. <laughs> more, more. Anything that's ever been considered a sport, I want to be able to access. Yeah, that. sports. <laughs> I want to be like Balls. professional. Um, what's a sport that doesn't exist yet? Um, <laughs> or you know what I would love a channel what? dedicated to like fake sports from sci-fi yes! movies. Like, because in Battlestar Galactica, they play Pyramid, Oh, you know, and yeah. at Hogwarts, they play um, Quidditch, Quidditch, you know, and so, yes. like, you could have a, a whole this is brilliant dedicated <laughs> to, like, fake sports where people can major in it. Yes! Of course, we'd have to get flying sticks, which I don't know how to Oh, you know, we could, all you'd need is enough, like, I don't know, battery powder. Oh, just take a couple Roombas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're just add. like that. Or you know what? I bet we're not that far away because yeah. we already have those things that you can, um, you know how you can like, I don't know when the last time you were like on the ocean, but you can rent these shoes oh, yeah. that you put on that sort of shoot water out the bottom of them and you go shooting up into the air and you're sort of like, you're sort of way high up in the air yeah. on water, sort of scooting So yeah, on. we're not far. We're not far. But, I mean, you see a lot of people totally bust it doing that. Just like yeah. Yeah. bust it. Mean, yeah. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, if you're brave enough to do it and you're not super worried about getting hurt, it looks real fun. <laughs> so, once again, woo! Oh, man. I just keep... Um, I'm like <laughs> I'm like that robber <laughs> on your train. <laughs> Give me all your time. <laughs> <laughs> well, once again, I'm like... I'm sure there was a way that we got here. Yeah. Um, I don't remember it. I don't remember it. I don't know. It's a nice thing. Oh, you know what? We were talking about the, um, the not the seance, but the woman who got the reading. Yeah. And we were talking about the ghost. It was, yeah. so it was a ghost thing. Ghost. It was a ghost uh, uh, tangent. <laughs> ghost tangent. Yep. 
Ghost Tangent. Ghost Tangent is the Ghost name, is the name <laughs> of my band. <laughs> okay, so should we go on to and while what you're up there, of, check on my prostate? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But we'll, let's wrap up with yes. that. But Ghost Tangent, if Ghost Tangent was a band, what kind of music would it be? Oh, man. They, they play like this mixture of uh, punk ska. Oh, okay. Ghost Tangent. Could you give us an example of Ghost Tangent? Oh. <laughs> okay. Were you going to say uh, Ghost Ska? Yeah, Ghost Ska. Because I'm, I'm about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's talking about it. Ghost I don't know ska. when I Hashtag think of like Ghost Ska. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Ghost Tangent. Tangent Ghosts. Go. Need the most. Go. <laughs> Go. Do it. Oh, um, what a Punk Ska song. Yeah. Uh... What's my age again? What's my age again? <laughs> <laughs> All of a that sudden, I just thought it was like sort of reggae. It was like, oh, yeah. Ghost Down. My friends who are drummers are just, they're hating me so much right now. They're like, Shelly, you're embarrassing our entire race of people right now. <laughs> so you know with Don't drums? imitate any oh. more drummers, Shelly. Ah. Um, although I feel like I do it a lot. I'm just not doing it that good right now yeah. I'm trying to also write a song. What was oh, the thing we were trying to do about spirits? Were we ghost saying anything? tangent. I said we went off on oh, a ghost Oh, we did go on a ghost tangent. tangent. Yeah. And then we went off on a ghost tangent. <laughs> ghost tangent. <laughs> Uh, yep, that's what happened. <laughs> and then we started saying, sure so did. Angie, what would the um, Ghost Tangent band sound like if it's not reggae or punk ska? Christian metal. Oh, no! Okay, okay. <laughs> Father, Son, and Holy Ghost in it. <laughs> Holy crap. Holy crap. All right, everybody take a deep breath. Feel the spirit. The Holy Spirit. You know what's funny? Oh, have you seen that? Have you seen that movie? Um, oh no, it's not a movie. Oh no, it's, um, <laughs> American Gods. Oh, a book and a miniseries. And a miniseries. Yeah, so, new game, so, and I love you. Yeah. So there's that episode where the dead wife and the leprechaun are just walking down the road. Yeah. Like, they just can't catch a break. Yeah. They keep getting run over uh-huh. or, like, blown up or punched by a god or something terrible is happening As to her. And she's just does, rotting. You know, she's rotting. They flip an ice cream truck. It's terrible. <laughs> and then they get really excited because a big, like touring van pulls up yeah the leprechaun gets on he's kind of excited because it's kind of like a rocker van yeah and they're a christian rock band <laughs> <laughs> jesus loves you and what are you like, talking about the the show american gods oh yeah i don't know so the point of that was <laughs> that um <laughs> if it was a christian rock band i'd want it to be the christian rock band that's on that tour yeah. bus on american gods their name could maybe be ghost tangent that's right could yeah be. Yeah. Um, okay. So, <laughs> welcome <laughs> back, everyone. <laughs> We're talking about this book, Calypso, by David Sedaris. Are we ready um, for uh, and, and we want to? Yeah. So it's so I think it's a good time to go to and while you're up there, check on my prostrate. Uh, prostate. Prostrate. Prostrate. <laughs> Something's wrong with your prostrate. Um. It ain't great. So in this chapter, 
he starts talking about like how people um wait how does he start it off um he didn't want to get his license because he didn't like driving and when people get angry driving they yell the worst things oh yeah (laughs) and he's just like his fury isn't like terrible huge cursing it's like go to hell you (laughs) (laughs) and then and then he starts asking people in every country what their favorite curses are and this is what shana would like to act out dramatically for us i'm gonna act it out dramatically well we didn't talk about earlier Shannon, Wait. yes, I know you can do this. Okay. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> okay. In my country, <laughs> you say to someone you hate, "May you build a house from your kidney stones." Pip. <laughs> 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 oh my god, that was so good. Oh my god, it was so good. Thank you, thank you. You're so funny. Oh, you're you're funny. Would you call someone, I don't know, a diabetes slut? <laughs> she looked at me if I was missing out something so fun- fundamental. It was a wonder I could dress myself in the morning. Of course not. The disease has to be terminal. <laughs> so, like, AIDS or? <laughs> Again, she seemed exasperated. AIDS? Never. Those poor people. That's not funny. <laughs> if you want to be creative, say something like dirty typhus mongoloid, <laughs> which you hear a lot lately. She paused. Is that the right word? Mongoloid? Oh, wait, you guys. It's ridiculous. We also forgot about this one, which is supposedly one of the worst ones. <laughs> I dragged my balls across <laughs> your mother's memorial cake from cherry to cherry and to each of the candles. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> Which, wow, uh, Shannon, you were so good at this. You could do a show. <laughs> where you just... Hey, you hate me on. You told me to do one, and so I'm like, no, no, no. I'm I'm 100% behind you. Oh, but then uh, the taxi hashtag, driver was like. Hashtag Shannon insulting people in accents. <laughs> dot um, gov. Yes. Oh, dot gov. I'm dot legit. Gov. Thanks. Dot gov. <laughs> dot org. This is for the government. Yeah. She's working for us. <laughs> Okay, um, no, keep going. I love it. I like, I, I can see on your um, mm-hmm. computer where he's like, that, this is, one. that is, no, that is total defi- devastation. Yes, yes, He eventually said, I mean, wow, what kind of a person told you this? Was it a girl? Was she pretty? <laughs> <laughs> what? I like my girls pretty and crazy. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know what's funny is, I love it when I f- meet like a surprise swearer, and I oh, think yeah. I'm kind of a surprise. Yeah, swearer. and it's funny because when I first started doing comedy, I had a couple of Marty was one of them. Marty couldn't figure it out. He's like, "So wait a minute, are you pissed off at somebody?" Like he didn't understand <laughs> shit comedians at that wow. time in his life. I was like, "No, I'm not pissed off." He's like, uh, "Are you lesbian?" And I was like, <laughs> "No, I'm I'm not a lesbian." He was like, "Well." You're like daddy issues. Oh, God. I think I just do funny things the same fucking way you do funny things, asshole. (laughs) You know, and these were the same guys that were saying, like, you should try swearing on stage because I think it'll trip people out. Ah. Like, I think they won't see it coming. And then when it happens, they'll be like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it'll come off different than, like, a dude doing it. Yeah. And... Did I you do used that? to not be comfortable doing it, but now I do it a lot more. 
Like the last time, it was interesting because I used to be able to say, I used to get booked by this Christian booker, this man who, he had all these Christian rooms, you know, and he got bands and clean comedians for them. And I was relatively clean and he would and he would literally this never happens if you're a regular comedian starting out he would be like hey there's this gig it's like 45 minutes um two hundred dollars does that sound good <gasps> what and i mean doing no 45 minutes nobody lets you do 45 minutes when yeah. you start you do five you do ten yeah. and ten is paid? like ten is like but he didn't have he didn't know a he wasn't from the circuit so he had no idea how it worked he's just kind of thinking like well this is what we pay the bands this is how many people are going to be there so yeah you know and so i would be in front of like the you know the church valentine's day um uh community banquet you know (laughs) and i'm the comedian (laughs) After, like, the spaghetti dinner, yeah. you know, with the pie. <laughs> the entertainment. Yeah. But there would be a 100 people in there, you know, and they were there wow. to, like, have – I was the entertainment, you know, and it was so fun. It was so fun. Aww. So I, I used to really, really be careful about swearing, and then over time I was like, no, I just want to say this exactly this way. Yes. It feels I don't wanna... more like this, you yeah. know. Yeah. And I try on different words with that, and I'm like, oh, that's not as good of a word. Yeah. That is the other word was better. <laughs> like so the other day Marty was like, You know how they censor the, the word fuck on TV? I'm like, Yeah. He's like, What if they replaced it with the word fart? Why has nobody done that yet? <laughs> I don't know, babe. Do you want to hit this bong? Hashtag oh, deep should we start wrapping up? Okay. Um Todd, thank God for Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Because I didn't know what time it was, and I wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> but now that I know, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, uh. You're welcome. Uh, All right. So uh, I think we can go out on that John Coltrane song. So um, you can slowly, slowly bring it up, and I'll think. I'll thank Shannon oh, for thank coming you, back Charlie. and Angie for coming back and David Sedaris for being amazing. Yeah. And congratulations to all the cannabis activists who are having a super powerful week. Woo! And um, it was a great show. So this has been, I think, our 12th or 13th episode of Reads Aww. and Reads. Yay. It's um, April 3rd. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's bring in that John Coltrane, which was what the dad was listening to in oh, the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
Mm-hmm. <laughs> 